Absolutely, man. There's nothing like it. it, it you, you nailed it with exactly. that thing. Um, yeah. Yeah. Shared activity. You know, when I was yeah. younger, I would hang out with friends. We'd play video games or have mm. like LAN parties or yeah. go to the club, like any yeah. of those kinds of activities. And now it's like, actually, I consider a real friend is someone who you put them through the moving test. Will this person oh, yeah. Yeah. come and help me move? That That is, yeah. it's hard. It's work. And it really requires strong camaraderie to no. just do it, get yeah. it done. Right. Men sure. making female friends, right? So in my experience, it's very difficult. It, okay, so a guy making a female friend, right? Sure. Is, those scenarios are the girl is really attractive, right? The friendship is different then. The girl is not attractive. The friendship is different right because the intentions are different and the same goes for guy if he's attractive or not attractive and you know on that level but right, us right. guys are stupid we always think we are far more attractive than we actually are <laughs> <laughs> and then the relationship or the the friendship that you make with a girl when you are in a happy relationship yourself already happy loyal relationship yourself and mm -hmm. then you make a friendship with a female is different to when you are not in a relationship, but also when you are in a bad relationship and you make, you have, you, you have a female friend who is attractive as well. Okay. You. Yeah. Like, like, you know, Oh yeah. I think so. There are so many dynamic, uh, so many dimensions to it. Yes. And it's not, and it's not the same, no matter how many, how much people want to bang on about it. It's not the same. Exactly. That's a, a, another great test. You know, aside from the the moving test, this is the: Do they appreciate your presence? Um, you don't have to spend money with them. You know, I've got certain friends that are that earn well above average, and they know that, like, go like if they want to go skiing every weekend, it's not feasible for myself, so I can't do it. But they enjoy my company, so we do things like exercise and go to the mall, go for a walk, whatever, yeah. whatever it is, just hanging out, conversing, yeah. hanging out. I love the fitness component because it's bad about it. Like, Oh no. Yeah. Yeah. They just, yeah. they, they respect it and they don't have, they're not pushing me to, you know, participate mm. in all these things constantly. Um, but we, we, there are plenty of other things to do. And like a lot of these guys I, I work out with, we go to the gym. There's a huge camaraderie component there because it's, it's grueling effort. And mm the motivation you have from your friends, you're all, you're all in the shit together. Like you're all yeah. there trying to win and you know, there's no slacking off in front of your friends, yeah. you know, yeah. <laughs> they'll call you out I, on it. That's, that's the yeah, best thing. I think yeah. so we're losing that, that, and that, I think so is coming from a lot of things of, like you said, it's, you know, it, it is that getting the grocery online, right? Convenience. We are living, we are li living in peaceful times comparatively peaceful within the West, where we don't have to suffer that much. We have to put the least amount of effort to get the maximum results mm -hmm. that we didn't used to. And <laughs> everything is geared towards making things convenient for us. Yes. And that is <laughs> producing human beings who A, don't understand adversity or don't have the drive to overcome adversity because right. they have an inbuilt expectation that everything should be convenient, right? Correct. And that yeah. is like, why is my 
sexual gratification than not convenient as well why is my familial um relationship uh, expectation not convenient as well why it should be that's why i should just have friends with uh, online or send them some some meme some joke and that's right. done like my friendship is done like yeah no, it takes like, effort mm, it takes effort yeah. to achieve these things that are at your fingertips in front of a computer um and yeah if you grew up never having yeah if you if you haven't gone through the the process, the rigors of developing any of these things, a, a loving relationship with a woman, uh, close bond, friendship with a man. Yeah. yeah mm. it, where do you even begin? I mean, well, I've got, I've yeah. got. Today on this episode of Reflections and Reactions, we have a returning guest, my friend Matthew Bond. Matthew is a professionally published illustrator, an artist and a storyteller. I'm going to put all his links in the description below for you to go check it out. Love his art. And today we are going to talk with Matthew about friendship, but not just friendship, mainly focusing on the importance of male friendship. Hi there, Matt. Hey, Momus. Thanks for having me. It's always a pleasure to be here. Yeah, how are you? I'm doing well. It's uh, you know the, it's winter time now in Canada. It's cold. It's freezing. But as you just pointed out, the value of having friends around in these times is imperative. So. <laughs> yeah, I've been I've been looking at your pictures um, on Twitter and getting a bit jealous because <laughs> I don't have snow away in the south of England. Oh, it looks and nice. It's really oh, annoying. It's... I love snow. <laughs> yeah, no, snow is cool. It's great. Yeah, winter yeah, sports are fun. Canada has a lot of snow anyways. So. Yeah, yeah. It hasn't been too bad lately, but yeah, we'll probably get some more. Yeah. So on the topic of friends, right? So we are about like, we are around the same age anyway. So we, we have grown up our sort of younger and starting teenage life in the 90s and the early 20s. So we have a different idea of friends or like, you know, congregation of friends was a bit different. We didn't have social media growing up. So Correct. we were still at the end of that. So what, according to you, what makes a good friend? Like what is something that will signal to you that this person is or would be a good friend to me? I'd say in terms of values, the number one most vital value determining a close and valuable friend is reliability, trustworthiness. Those two are quite up there. And then on a more frivolous note, I'd say shared interests. Of course, it's always going to be something that brings you together. So, mm. yeah. yeah, I mean, that, that is always like, it's not that hard for most men to make friends with each other. Correct. You know, but I think so you can see like straight away when when how you wipe with a person and that that is the thing that you just like mentioned is that reliability mm-hmm. and and honesty like trustworthiness sort of a quality yeah. that comes across if if someone is a bullshitter you know that that person is a bullshitter and just oh yeah it just yeah. 
it's a turn off straight away. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah. can hang out with you for a while, have a bit of fun, have a bit of drinks, but you're not a friend sort of a thing. For isn't sure. It? For sure. Yeah. And these values I mentioned go much deeper than just the surface, um, even mm. with terms of reliability. But we'll, we'll get into that, of course. Um, mm. Yeah, but you're, you're right. Yeah, I mean, the older you get, you can kind of detect if someone is worth your time. Um, you know, the, the trustworthy factor is almost an instantaneous realization in an initial meet with someone of our age now, I'd say. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you think, like, because there's something as well, like sometimes we have friends that we had as kids, right? And uh, some some of them, we just lose touch from them and then we come back and it's it feels like the same thing. Mm-hmm. But some of them, I mean, personally for me, is by choice that I have severed contact. Do you think if someone did that in your point of view, like would that be a good person or a bad person, like on purpose severing ties with a friend? But obviously for a specific reason, because like either that person is, you know, is just holding you back or maybe the shared interests are gone a bit like you know it gone to a path where you can't follow because you can only help right. a person to an extent right so of course certainly if, they, if they're going down a way downward spiral so it's like well i don't want to follow you on that mm-hmm. path isn't it mm-hmm. yeah when you come to that kind of it's kind of a fork in the road of personal progress and growth and when that person doesn't align with your the path you've chosen. Um, I, I've done the same thing myself. And it does sound, it sounds vicious. It sounds brutal. It's sad. But I, I assume that someone like you and myself, we've made calculated decisions to cut this person out, or at least initially, you know, mm. lessen the time involved with them. And, you know, tread carefully around them. Because like you said, they might instigate old habits, bad habits, they might keep you down intellectually or socially or you know it, it's these are important things to consider especially when you're an adult so mm. I, I don't think it's bad at all i think it's necessary and again for your personal growth yeah i mean like obviously we we talking from the point of view of men i have mm. no idea how women make friends because <laughs> some of the women seems to bitch about their friends so much and then yeah. they're still friends the next day. Like, for you sure, know, for sure. yeah. I'm not really sure that works with guys that much. Cause if we proper friends, right, this is how I would know that a person is a proper friend. If you have a problem with me, you'll say it on my face mm-hmm. to me, right? You will confront me. You'll say to That's me, right. you'll find a way, whichever way to talk to me about it. You won't go bitch about me to someone else. Mm-hmm. For me personally, that's, that's how I know that's not a guy thing to do and I don't want to be your friend because now I don't know how you operate if that's something like that is a complete major turn off for me straight away yeah. What, yeah. what do you think about like people like that it's a really interesting point you bring up because in 2022 I had a falling out with a close friend and mm. there was some of that behavior demonstrated on his part and I was really surprised because he was a very close friend of mine and we rekindled our friendship um, about eight months later. He came back to me and he was apologetic. Hmm. He said he needed some time apart because I guess our conversations weren't 
but they didn't seem positive enough for him. I was trying to have like deeper discussions and he's a smart guy, but he just wasn't falling for that kind of conversational route. So um, he came back though. And he, he, he knew the value in our friendship. And recently I had, we had been chatting. And again, a lot of the, the, the nonsense happens through just text chatting because people can't interpret what the true meaning is behind your word. So I was yeah. in essence, I don't know if you're familiar with the term breaking balls. It's a Sopranos yeah, term. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did that in one line and he immediately, he was struck taken aback thinking that I had meant something hostile and I hadn't, yeah. I was simply colloquial, yeah. colloquially breaking balls. Yeah. And I met with them the next day and I said, you know what, man, I didn't mean to um, st like sting you like that. I was just, you know, just having fun, just yeah. making a dark joke. And he's like, yeah, I, I understand. So I showed yeah. me that he'd grown, he'd grown in that time. Mm. <clears throat> he he was reflective of, of who I am and the ways that I like to communicate. And it was like, it was completely subtle right then and there. So yeah, because he, most, he proved, of the yeah, time, so. We, most of the time we break each other's balls, right? Like, mm -hmm, of course, the best of men's friendship is when you can be like, you can be absolutely brutal to your best friend, right? That's it. That's exactly it. Yeah. And that's, that's the fun true, of man. it, right? That's such an <laughs> that's understanding you know. too, brutal. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Like, and that's your license because you won't be like that to a stranger. No, no, it's there's people no way. That you have, um, and I think so, it doesn't just, like, so that is why I think it's a bit different when you have friends, when you have friends who, who you had them when you were young, or like through teenage years, and let's say you're at our age now, right? Compared yeah. to friends that you make at our age fresh, mm -hmm. right? So you can break, you can uh, you can really have proper banter with someone who you've been friends with since teenage years, right? Correct. Because you've been through things together. Yes. You've yeah. been through emotions together and you know you have that shared history. You know each other's mm -hmm. emotions more. And there's like, you know, there's a bond over there. But when you're at our age and when you are creating new bonds, it's it's a bit difficult yeah. to try really. to because you don't yeah. have that shared suffering, right? That shared <laughs> suffering is what brings people together. That's why... You know, yes. the, the, like the friends that you might make, like the army people might make within their brotherhood. That's a brotherhood that's completely like, you know, or in the neighborhood that you made, like it's you have a shared brotherhood, right? And it mm -hmm. becomes a bit different. Have you noticed that? Absolutely. And another great I can give you another quick anecdote. Recently, mm. an attempt was made to befriend certain people in my vicinity that I live in, in, in the condominium complex, for instance. And mm. I, I made some friends with um, some people that congregated in the group. We'd go out to some people would host parties. We'd go out to get a drink. But I noticed that one particular person was just extremely, they came off as hostile. Hmm. Now, if I'd known this person for 30 years or plus, like my, my or 20, 30 years, like the friends I've got, yeah. that are my closest friends, it would have been okay. But I, yeah. this person was, leading towards being a bully and I'm, I, I had to yeah, cut it because being a dick, yeah. it was too quick, too early, too hot, too aggressive. And yeah, it didn't really bother me, but it was impacting everyone else in the group. And I thought yeah. I, I called them out on it and it just yeah. destroyed the, the whole, the whole, the group. whole atmosphere. Yeah. So it's like, that yeah. was the end of that, but it, it was a case in point where, yeah, some people are naturally dicks anyways. Right. Mm -hmm. But True. it's True. sort of like, you know, 
there's a difference between banter and being a dick. Yes. And there, there's some people who are purely just dicks because they don't, mm-hmm. they're arrogant. They just don't care. Right. Because, yeah. And yeah. Th- these are usually the people who have friends uh, who don't usually make new friends as well, mm-hmm. who are usually friends with people who have been tolerating them for a while. And they're only friends yeah. with them because they've been their friends for a very long time. Right. They have Correct. no Correct. personality growth within them. And this that becomes true. like, yeah, I mean, you have to tread on that carefully. It only matches sometimes. Like, we could give our example, right? Because we have recently, according to our ages and stuff, recently become acquainted and then friends. Yeah, correct. Right. right. That's right. But I would say, like, we we do have that banter between us that would be of friends who have been friends for longer. Agreed. Yeah. Just because yep, our personalities match. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that happens. True. Right. True. Sometimes that happens. But you yep. have to know, you have to tread a bit carefully. I wasn't like that with you in in the first instances. That's right. Once yeah. you got to know each other a bit more, I know I can take the absolute piss out of you and you That's know it. that it. I'm just doing it to get a laugh out of you rather than, yeah. you know. I think it has to really do with the the social intelligence factor. You mm. have social etiquette. I have it. I can detect it quickly and know how far I can go before having to peel back. Now, I, mm. I failed with my close friend a year ago, two years ago, mm. um, but it was a learning lesson for me too. Mm. Um, I just I learned all the nuances of his personality and character. Mm. But just like you pointed out, it's true. Like I, after our initial couple meetings with you chatting, we, mm. we learned each other, and yeah, the the personalities um, running parallel that just really helps to be more open, expressive, authentic, yeah. you know, that just, yeah. And it's, it's different as well because I mean, um, it, it, there is a huge difference between digital remote friendships and live friendships. Right. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. And it's very hard. Like there's only two people, like there's only you and uh, another friend of mine. He's from America. So on, Swan Workman, the only like remote friends that I have that feel like life, like person, like you know, life friends for me. Right? Sure. Cool. Other people that are acquaintances and stuff like that, it's, it's just not the same. Like, I don't know because I am from that age. A <laughs> friend is someone that you have a physical like relation, like physically go out with them, do oh, stuff yeah. with them, right? Yeah. Like that's a friend like that you can rely on. Mm-hmm. A friend who takes you to the airport, you know, you didn't stone yes. call Uber, like you ask yeah. them first and they're taking you and they're coming over to your home or you're fixing something, they're helping you on, or you're going to, you, you know, do that. And that's a friend. Totally, totally. Right. <laughs> For sure. It, it, it's very strange. It's it's even like, I feel strange. Like I can, I, that I can call you a friend, but we haven't met in person. It's true. Yeah. It's a new age experience, but for it is. for kids these days, like it's normal. And I don't know if it's uh, maybe I don't know if it's normal or not. Like perhaps it's normal because like they are making more friends online than in person. I think so it's I don't know. I think so it's sad. I agree. I see it's it's very different, and it negates all of the. Aside from sight and sound, all the other senses are pushed aside, and they're they're it's it's a less authentic 
depiction, representation of who you're communicating with. I have other friends online as well, and mm. I've never met them, but we've mm. had tons of conversations, yeah, disagreements, but mm. it's still, I, I'm still so fascinated by this personality, these different mm. people, and I'm curious to, to meet them. I don't know if that's the case with, you know, if you, you can't have a hundred online friends, maybe you could over building them up, yeah. but you know, yeah. like you just, like you said, I've got a small circle of people online who, including yeah. yourself that I communicate and consider legitimate friends. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Like I have other friends, but you know, it, it's just remotely like it, it doesn't come in my consideration. Right. Mm -hmm. Because like we are men, we don't just uh, make friends because we have conversations. We do things together, right? right? It's true. And while yeah. we're doing things, we have conversations. Those are the best conversations. Yes. And when you're doing things, when you're helping, like that's when actual emotions come out because it's easier to relate, you know, mm -hmm. and it's easier to have fun, physical fun. Like it's, like, you know, going for a walk, going for like, you know, hiking, going for like something like, you know. Yeah. True, yeah. Yeah, that's why, like, I've been telling you, like, oh, come over here. Yeah. Selfish oh, yeah. reason, because I want to hang out. Like, you Absolutely, know? <laughs> man. There's nothing like it. it, it you, you nailed it with exactly. that saying, um, yeah. Yeah. Shared activity. You know, when I was yeah. younger, I would hang out with friends. We'd play video games or have, mm. like, LAN parties or yeah. go to the club. Like, any yeah. of those kinds of activities. And now it's like, actually, I consider a real friend is someone who you put them through the moving test. Will this person oh, yeah. Yeah. come and help me move? That That is... Yeah. It's hard, it's work, and it really requires strong camaraderie to no. just do it, get yeah. it done. Um, I have and... a, I have a friend, right? So, so it was hard for me, it, like for uh, obviously people already know because I've mentioned in probably every single podcast episode now that I grew up in Kuwait, <laughs> yeah, right, and right. I lived there for fifteen years, and then I had to move to Pakistan where I live uh, for ten years, and then I came over here and I've been here for fourteen, almost fourteen years, right? So I had that disruptions of having friends and then having to lose touch at that point, then having to make another set of friends. And then I sure. have to make friends again. Yeah. So it's been really hard for me understanding like how to make friends, but also really interesting to find out that I'm, I make friends really easily as mm. well. Uh, maybe it's just a natural thing because I offer to help or I sure. ask for yeah. help and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. But I've had a friend um, since I think so. It's been almost eight years. Right. And that's like, he's my closest friend in UK. Right. Very and nice. I think that he's helped me move every time since I known him oh, wow. and I moved wow, a lot. A, right. So a good friend, I moved sure. one, two, three, I think so three or four times he has helped me move within eight years. I think so three times, oh. if I'm not wrong. Yeah, no, four times. Yeah, he's helped oh, me four yeah. times. Every time he's helped me. Very right? nice, good. And it's not as if like I had to harangue him or anything like that, mm -hmm. but he's always done that. And he is there. my closest yeah. friends, yeah. And we, we don't have all the shared interests, right? Um, I am a lot more bookish, you know, <laughs> and he probably, just read one book in 10 years. So, <laughs> yeah. so, but like we have like, not that like, you know, similar sort of personalities as well, but we are really good friends because it, you know, when it, 
we have done things together, right? He has helped me out and stuff and becomes a way different sort of relationship. You become close to that person. Oh, yeah. Because when you can rely on that person, right? So I'm there for him. If he ever needs any sort of help that I can help with, you know, if I'm good at it, you know, he doesn't even need to ask that much. Just tell me I'll do it sort of a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. it's it's nice to feel needed as well in a friendship. Mm-hmm. True. And it's a True. Not, like, you know, rely on each other. Definitely. That, yeah. Yeah. Come yeah. to think of it, my, uh, my, well, my best friend, he has helped me with multiple moves. And I, it just dawned on me now when you said that, that he was there. And whether it was a small move, bigger move, he was just there. There, were, there was no... You know, I didn't, I didn't have to harangue him. I didn't have to yeah. coerce him or bait him with anything. It just, he just was there to show up and help. Yeah. I think helping is, is almost key being willing to assist someone because that yeah. is, you can't, you can't just ask a strange stranger for that. So it's kind of a, another test of, um, the, the value and the, the bond that exists yeah. there. Yeah. And he's like, he like, you know, rented the van every time he drove the van as well like you know and stuff like he's like yeah a really good friend and that's those are the things that you can you know you can measure a person's friendship with you know that sort of person doesn't matter if you have any disagreements and agreements or something you know that that's something that you can rely on someone you can rely on and if there's any disagreements or there's something wrong happens you better be quick to resolve them because you don't want that to fester because that person has already shown you, you know, that they are going to be there for you. Oh yeah. Yeah. You, know? you almost feel it too. You selfish, feel... Then... Exactly. Yeah. You, you, you'll feel bad. I think, I mean, the more human you are, you'll feel bad if there is conflict in any, in any way and you'll, you'll want to resolve it. You'll want to just make amends as quickly as possible because they're your mm. friend. You know, there there's, there's a, that that bond is is beyond just the physical. There's like a spiritual component to it. Mm. Yeah, and you know, one of the one of the other measures like that I see what makes a good friend for us is um, someone when you can share your happiness and your sadness with, right? Mm-hmm. And when you are sharing your sadness or you, your despair with a friend that they're there for you rather than trying to share a bigger sadness of their own, right? Trying to one up you or sort of taking pleasure out of your sadness. Like you can feel that sometimes. Definitely. You know, and also, but also when you're sharing your happiness that they're generally happy for you and not Mm -hmm. being jealous. Right. Yes. That is the measure that you can see like you're happy because that's your brother. Right. So if you're, if you're jealous because your brother has achieved something, then I don't think so. That's a friend. No, you're right. Yeah. You can be Completely. envious, but not jealous. Envious no, no. means yeah. that you want to achieve something as well. Like, you know, that's right. Yeah. But not jealous at all. No, jealousy is much darker. Yeah. That's more twisted. That That's a, you know, possibly personality defect on your or their end, whoever's being jealous. Um, and it's, you know, if, if that occurs, it's, you know, something to self-reflect on because he's just going to drive a wedge through that friendship down the road, if not initially. Um, yeah, what you'd mentioned about sharing, you know, the, the pain, the, the sadness, mm. 
that ties in directly with reliability. Is this person someone I can reliably trust to just listen and not necessarily garner feedback from, but just have them there? And that's why my best friend's my best friend, because mm. I, I can share anything with this this man. Um, and it's it's kind of it's almost profound how deep the spiritual connection is. And we both discussed that. And it, it's funny because all the women in his life, they make fun of us. They, they think we're at a, in a relationship, <laughs> but it's a friendship and it's a very yeah. deep one. And they don't understand it um, because they, they're thinking about, obviously, like the, the other the guys in his circle are not thinking about that. But the women just don't quite understand. And it's mm. because we can almost communicate without having to speak. We just we have these these it started with shared interests and then it evolved into really trying to like help each other grow just just through that listening and yeah the, the purging almost purging the of, kind of, of the debt like it's almost yeah. like having a therapy session but with a friend and it yeah it's remarkable i mean i yeah. I, I think everybody alive deserves someone that they can have yeah. that kind of emotional yeah, someone, connection with someone who is honest with them someone who is you know another another thing right it, that tells me that person is a good friend that they are willing for you to be angry at them mm -hmm. to be upset at them yeah at at the cost of them telling you how it is yeah right yeah, yeah. so that tells me that that person is it actually gives a fuck about me like actually cares about me because they are willing to sacrifice the relationship for my betterment right that's it yes and yes. I, I like that's why I have to see like who the friend is because I would do the same as well because that's how I was like, well, you can be as angry as you want, but you're going to come back to me. And, uh, you know, after you realize that I was telling you that for your own good, because, mm -hmm. you, you know, uh, yeah. it's not a friend who lies to you or just like that's not a friend. You know, that person is not reliable. When mm -hmm. shit goes down, they're not going to be there, you know. If a try like you know, if also sort of like um, another another sort of way to look at it as well, like let's say like if you were trying to quit smoking, right? And I I just kept on giving you ah, I just like ha have a cigarette. I'm smoking as well. That also tells me like, you know, you don't want me to. I don't want you to be better than me, right? Yeah, correct. I want to bring correct. you down. Like, oh, who do you think you are trying to quit smoking and making me look bad? That's right. Rather yeah. than me making sure, like, no, like making sure that you're not smoking, even when you want to smoke and like stopping, you know, no, you said you want to quit. So I'm going to help you quit. That sort of yes, thing. Is totally. Hard. Totally. Yeah. There's, it's almost like you'll know when a friendship is solid, when you can take risks with this person, you can risk calling out their shit, calling out their faults, especially if they come to you with something deep. And they're looking for in input. I've done this multiple times. You know, I've offered uh, advice, not unsolicited, but, you know, my friend, he's got an issue. And, um, you know, hypothetically, he's got an issue and we discuss it. And I might, you know, I'm like looking at it from trying to put myself in his shoes saying, well, this is bad. This is what's going on. Let's break it down. Let's talk about, you know, what the real core of these problems are. I remember once my best friend admitting something that I, I don't even think you tell a therapist like 20 sessions in, it mm -hmm. was just so profound. And I knew right then it's like, he trusts me with this information. This is so deep. And so, um, you know, I, like, I, I see exactly what's holding them back. Like, this is just, you'd know, you'd never know these things just talking to someone even for 30 years. Yeah. Um, so and, who, who, you know, who that, did he kill then? 
So yeah, yeah exactly. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, no, but yeah, yeah. No, but it's really fascinating. Yeah, I, I've thought about these things a lot. It's great that we can discuss what's uh, yeah. what this entails, like true friendship. Yeah, I mean, so like the thing is, at the end, like we can pontificate as much as we want, but true friendship is when you don't have to think about it, right? It is just like I, I really don't know what it's like for girls, and it's very different for guys being friends with girls as well. Yeah, that's something mm-hmm. I want to explore as well. That's a yeah. very weird and different phenomena. Yeah. Um but for guys is sort of like at least for me is still the same like I was a kid, right? That's how I would be friends with someone. Cuz we right. instinctively just know. Just mm-hmm. know like yeah, this person gets my joke. This person yeah. like, right. you know, this person likes what I'm liking over here or if this person disagrees with what I like, well, I like the way that they disagree. Like it's kind of a weird thing like, you know, yeah, you know, know you, mean, yeah. you can get along with this person. You know, just yeah. you just know instantly. It's almost you know? instinctive. Yeah, yeah, it's like thinking back to like being on the playground at school, you you just you start hanging around certain certain friends, certain kids and you just form this kind of friendship um through a shared interest, but there's almost like a psychic component to it where you just there's this knowing and when you're an adult you can you know analyze it a little more critically figure out oh, okay uh, you know we're, we're coming together because of this and that and but there's there's always going to be more to it but yeah you, yeah you can pick up on who's who's worthy of your time yeah, and, it's yeah. it's so important for guys to make guy friends right i don't know mm. oh, yeah. i don't think so it is being emphasized that much <laughs> because i am seeing num the numbers of young male suicides going a lot higher and i think so one of the main reasons is them being isolated them being lonely yes. right and them yeah. not having the right kind of friends or any friends whatsoever yeah. right Completely. idea of like your friendship is not like on that like that that sitcom friends where you have a group like that's that's a fake group of people right a fake yeah. mixture of people Mm-hmm. the actual friendship is within that series as well the actual friendship is that chandler and joey friendship right that's right yeah yeah that's the guy friendship that you have but you have it, it could be three or four like there's a group there's a brotherhood yeah. right? right and yes that you go go with uh, you know and that's what saves people from all the heartache from all the like you know having that person and i think so this this digital age this is why i'm very very of like you know just having remote friends like sure. a lot of people do and they're saying oh we're oh, yeah. making online communities like mate it's not the same no, it's not no. the same online community is still online community if you want to move your bloody house they're not going to be there if <laughs> at the middle of the night you have an emergency they cannot be there if they cannot be there to drop you at the airport yeah you can call uber that's not the same thing right if yep, you're yep. sick or something something happens they can't be there for you right correct and th- that someone cannot be there for me is yeah. a huge is a huge thing which we might not even feel it let's say if i don't need it right mm-hmm. i won't feel it uh like as in needing it like you know on on a day to day basis but somewhere in my psyche i would 
deeply feel it that there isn't anyone that I can actually rely on. There isn't anyone that I can just call up and say, hey, you want to just go for a walk? You know? Yeah. You know, I just feel like, it. hey, can I come over? Like, you know, just want to hang out. Like, you Sure, know. of course. Yeah. As, you know, it's like, oh, I can call call someone. <laughs> you know, it's I, I think cr- that, yeah. yeah, that human connection is yeah. very, very, very important. Oh, yeah. It, it's a critical component in the human experience. It's not, it's, it, it lacks the completeness of the interaction when it's, when it's simply a friend in spirit, like online, mm. It, mm. it, you know, it, it's great connecting with people intellectually, social, socializing is yeah. great. But again, it's like you're saying, it's not true socialization. You're, you're not picking, you're not getting the nuances of the physical interaction, no. which is, it's hard to describe. There's, there's something yeah. about it and it's almost like. I keep. I don't want to get too mystical with this, but it's almost like there is a psychic is, aspect is to it in live interactions, yeah. and that whole that it completes the puzzle, all of it together. Is that like that hum- that connection that we have that we can't speak of, that mm-hmm. people call like, if we go mystical with it, like it is, it, it is that thing that we call divine, right? Yeah. It is that connection, with like with our fellow human beings and stuff, that is important. Uh, anyways right but that yeah. enhances even more with someone that you vibe with a lot more right so as good as we might be friends our friendship would be a hell lot different and a hell lot like better or worse we don't know if we were friends in person true true you know and there's no denying that. about that there's no yeah. even a question about that that <laughs> is just a fact because then you just it's just you know a person a lot better, oh, you yeah. know, like unspoken yeah. things that they are there, you know. That's right. Exactly. And, and you know when a person is not feeling well, when you know when a person is feeling down. That's how you uh, pick up on uh, friends who might be going through a tough time that might be thinking about suicide or, you know, self-harm or stuff like that. You can pick up, you know, uh, yeah. by just hanging out with a person like, you That's know. That's right. That's right. Just going for a pint and you will know of like, you know, it's just, yeah. Yeah. And actually it's a great point you make just going for a walk. It's such a Mm. simple activity. A lot of people wouldn't even consider it or think, ah, that's, that's so boring. It's, there's nothing, Mm. but I I remember the last time going for a walk with another extremely close friend of mine, it was amazing and it was unforgettable. We just had awesome conversation. We went for a long, uh, nice walk. It was a nice day out. And we just had a discussion. It was it was excellent, and it's those yeah. simple activities you can do with someone that has true significance in your life that just makes everything better. And yeah, it feels I mean, it's real. That's what I do. Like uh, with this friend of mine, right? Um, most like some weekends when he's free, most weekends we just go to the shops, right? Just yeah. walking around, right? Yeah, buy shit that we don't need. Sure, <laughs> yeah. that we don't need and stuff. That's it. That's but it's it. just like it's 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 a completely different experience. I can have a million conversations with a million people. That experience is not going to be the same, right? Yeah. And that that's would right. be like with any other friend as well. And that's <laughs> like you know. Now I I want to jump on to that thing that I said earlier because I was going to talk about that uh, right now um, about female friends, right? Men sure. making female friends, right? 
So in my experience, it's very difficult. Okay, so a guy making a female friend, right? Sure. Is those scenarios are the girl is really attractive, right? The friendship is different then. The girl is not attractive. The friendship is different, right? Because the intentions are different. And the same goes for guy if he's attractive or not attractive and, you know, on that level. But us guys are stupid. We always think we are far more attractive than we actually are. (laughs) (laughs) And then the relationship or the, the friendship that you make with a girl when you are in a happy relationship yourself already, happy loyal relationship yourself and mm-hmm. then you make a friendship with a female is different to when you are not in a relationship but also when you are in a bad relationship and you make you ha- you you have a female friend who is attractive as well okay to you, yeah like like you know oh yeah i think so there are so many dynamic uh, so many dimensions to it Yes. And it's not, and it's not the same. No matter how many, how much people want to bang on about it, it's not the same, because you add two components. And also, also another thing to add is in this these scenarios, both are straight, right? Yeah, sure. So because you add that co- component of our basic instincts, you know, and our basic like you know sexual drives and stuff mm-hmm. like that, mm-hmm. I think so. That is the main thing that complicates a friendship. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. I can tell you from personal experience, um, I, I've taken a step back from letting female, like new females I meet, even female acquaintances into my inner circle, because, like you just pointed out, despite the variables that make it complicated, I've always I've seen the pattern of playful banter becoming flirtation, and then mm. just driving right into that sexual, you know. Yeah. component that it it overcomplicates especially if they're already in a relationship and then it's like mm. i can't continue it's not yeah. it's simply not appropriate yeah um, a lot of but a lot of people would just go along with it and then that's where real problems start yeah and it's because, beyond uh, friendship uh, at that it, point. it's like i don't know for you but for me it's it's a it's a dick move to yeah. try to woo another man's girl that's ridiculous right? oh yeah no, it's, and it's guys do that. Guys are fucking sneaky bastards, oh, yeah. especially oh, like yeah. that beta thinking guys, right? For sure, for sure. Um, it's yeah, like especially every guy wants attention from a woman, especially if she's attractive. She's got a personality that clicks with you. But now, you know, now it's like, are you single? Before I speak with a woman mm. to almost any capacity, are you single? Because then I can just be, you know, I don't have to worry about treading carefully, walking on eggshells around. And it's not that I'm always inclined to just turn it sexual instantly, but mm. it just always can seems to end up there, um, like almost inadvertently. It just yeah, because we're, we're sexual and creatures. It doesn't matter there. about the culture. I think so. It's just no. because the thing is, the girls, a woman would disagree with what we are saying because they don't see it that way, right? Sure. Because they don't understand men. Well, ultimately, <laughs> they don't understand men we are all always charged. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that is how we are, right? That That's is how correct. we want. Now, I'll tell you, like, from personally, so it's very weird because I have few close female friends, right? And they're really close 
Nice. But I, I think so. Yeah, all of the ones I made friends with is after I got together with my wife. Okay. From the first day, I knew like when I met my wife. From the first day, I was like, this, this is a person I'm going to be with for the rest of my life. I don't care. Nice. I will only separate from her if she separates from me or if she murders okay. me. Whatever sure. comes first, right? Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> but so my intentions completely changed anyways. So I was being friends with someone. I had none of that intention. I was like, well, still you're a man. You can't turn that off. But like when you have that, if you, if you are lucky enough to have that deep loyalty with someone, I think so. It makes it easier because that's the only time it has made it easier for me to have, to make friends without having any other intention. Yeah. And in that yeah. way, I've been able to be like properly close friends with those uh, women and help them properly without like any expectation and stuff like yeah. that. You know, I've been able to be a good friend with them mm -hmm. because I have no intention. Very good. Yeah. That's are, are those friends in relationships themselves. They haven't been before, but they are now. Okay. So they, they they've been on and off with your but wife. It didn't matter to me. Yeah. Okay. I sure. have been in a relationship all throughout. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So right, I don't know. Right. They, like I know their intention, obviously, you right. know, and it's not that way with me because okay. they know how close I am with my wife. Yeah. So I was just curious because obviously that would change things a little bit if they're single. Uh, not not insinuating anything, but I've mm. been that it's experience yeah, too yeah, yeah. being in a relationship and then you know the single woman or you being single and they're in a relationship and it, it truly is different with men and women yeah. um you know i can't obviously speak for every single woman yeah. but the patterns they just repeat and i yeah. start to realize like you 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 put up a barrier you say i i'm married to my woman i'm committed to her yeah. i'm not going to take yeah, that, it down this that path. signaling i've done like instinctively i've done that signaling with any female friend like i've got uh became friend with at the start Sure. Very clear signaling, right? That right, right. my wife is the best person that I know, sort of a thing. Like, and there's yeah. nothing, nothing that I would do to jeopardize that relationship, mm -hmm. sort of a thing, right? Sure. So even if they had any intentions or whatever, it was put out straight away. It's like not okay, like not happening, sort of a thing, sure. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Set yeah, but, sure. it's, but also, so, like one of like my closest friend, we have a huge uh age gap anyways right so i consider her as my little sister okay that's fine so, yeah. you know and she's actually yeah she's actually a really really close friend of mine you know and because of that because i've considered her that like as my little mm -hmm. sister anyways so that's i can cool. have uh, can, and she's like um she's like a guy <laughs> when it comes yeah. to jokes and stuff she i can have that guy banter with her because right. i see her as my sister right Sure. But sure. other friends as well, like if I would make them, and I'm pretty sure like, you know, uh, they are in relationship themselves anyways. But I, that's what I'm saying. Like, this is what people don't understand because they say like, okay, guys and uh, girls can be just friends with each other. And I always say like, it comes with so many caveats. Yes. And those are oh, the yeah. ones that I explain. I think so. those are the primary ones for me. It depends how attractive your friend is. And how, like, because it's very easy to be friends with a girl, like, honestly friends with a girl who is yeah, just sure. not attractive anyways. So even like, if you had intentions or they had intentions, you're right. never going to do that, right? Sure. Uh, nobody is misleading anyone in that circumstances, right? Right. 
and um and on the other hand like it depends like what your initial relationship is i think so that matters a lot you correct know? especially in this age because it was it used to be different before because people held their um uh, held their marriage vows a lot more seriously oh yeah than they do oh, yeah. these days right yep um like i still have that old school mentality of holding my like i have made a vow like you know of marriage mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. you know seriously till that to us apart or in, even then i don't like you know like for me there's no apart for me right so so that's why in this age of hyper sexualized everything it makes it harder True, right? sure. for, for people that's why i say like guys have guy friends first like those are your primary friends you know you're lucky if you're or you have a close female friend or something like that but it's not going to work the same way mm-hmm. they they're not going to be there for you in the same way as a guy friend is going to be right because once they become the once they are in a relationship whoever they are in a relationship with would not want them to be that close to you anymore correct you know cuz that that's become yeah. start becoming weird like you know i don't know how the kids are doing it these days maybe it's okay for them but it's yeah, it's, it's a whole different world man i'm so glad that i'm grateful that we came at the tail end of yeah the natural way of being and, and yeah. the fu- like cell phones really didn't come into play until i was in grade 12 grade 11 12 mm-hmm. yeah they weren't even common and then after that everything yeah everything was online like the emergence of facebook i think really kind of changed social interaction because everyone was like sharing their lives but you weren't really you're connecting but it, it wasn't you know yeah it wasn't real it was just you knew this person so they're your friend mm. online but yeah you know, how many people are you hanging out with um yeah but yeah you no know, yeah 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 i think so like yeah i mean th- that's that, that's what i say like about that i mean i'm pretty sure like different people operate on different levels they have different mindsets um Oh, and yeah. a lot of time people are bullshitting you know yes. you know people are yes. bullshitting they're pretending so no i can be a friend with a girl it's like yeah because you're lonely you're single right you have to say yeah. that because you don't yeah, want yeah. to deter a girl right that so, comes into it too yeah man it's the it's the intention also behind yeah. you're connecting with that person what is your intention what's your goal is your intention to eventually have sex with this woman that you're so what quote unquote friends with um that's something to you know be open about if you if you want to date the girl yeah. like, just let her know you're interested in her yeah it, but the thing it, is matt like when we when we are single and if you're single guys right we want to have sex with any any girl sure of course right of course like it takes like different sort of people to say yeah i would like to have sex with everyone like the intent the first intention is that <laughs> but then you have to divert yourself to say like okay you know what like i don't just want to have like sex like you know different kind of people are different right so some, some right. men are like now nah, i want to have a proper relationship and stuff so i would like to like to eventually have sex with this person but that's not my goal my goal is ha- trying to have a relationship yeah. but the thing is like the intention is that right when you're a single yeah. guy and any pretty girl that smile even smiles at you you're like oh <laughs> i'm in <laughs> sure of course <laughs> right, right. And, yeah <laughs> that's the nature because we're looking for a mate and th- yeah, this is what right. this is exactly what i try telling people is very different having making friends with girls and stuff when you are in a happy relationship 
because then is the only time I see that a person is making friends with that intention, right? Yes. Other right. times they, they are probably making it like a, a single person could make a, uh, a friends with a girl. If like, let's say that person is interested in that girl's friend or someone else, like already they're pursuing someone, right? But the moment that goes to shit, the attention would again come to this oh, yeah. person. And, like, yeah, it's yeah. just so Actually, natural. It makes me think, you know, as, as crass as it might sound, as crude perhaps, with a guy, it's you see something, you see a pretty woman, sex is the driving factor to bring you towards her. And then the relationship might, you know, come about yeah. because she's a good person. Uh, with the women, I think it's more relationship first. Get to know this person, yeah. understand who they are, and then sex is the byproduct of that. Yeah, um, it's kind of the reverse. Yeah, and I see. But, I, I think how it's... do they say, like? Sorry, how they say like love at first sight, right? Yeah. Or you're you, checking the person's personality at first sight. Obviously yeah, no, not. It's, it's impossible. No, it's love. It's <laughs> sexual attraction at first yeah. sight. Is what it really is. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's what it is. Yeah. Truly, truly. I mean, we, of course, it, it, it's not just black and white that way. It's, you know, mm. there's subtleties. It's the yin and yang almost with, with the male mm. and female. And, and when it, mm. it's that initial meeting that takes place. Um, but I, I see women, they, they they play it as if they're turned off by every guy wanting to have sex with them. I think anybody would, you know, that's kind mm. of a, it's a cool thing. But um, they don't understand guys in that regard. But we're just, we're just wired differently. It's, it's you know. Yeah procreation yeah. first before everything and then let's, let's have a relationship yeah. yeah so i mean as long as we see like even a slimmer of a chance when we out and about like you know for sure we are like underneath everything we are animals right so we are going to act that way the in, animal like, drive is powerful it's yeah. truly powerful it really you know it you could say it's the impetus for life it's the impetus driving yeah. us to do anything yeah. Um, and you, you can't negate it. You can't suppress it. Yeah. I mean, I think so. That's why guy, our, our friendships with like guys, the brotherhood that makes it even more sincere because we can do it ourselves. Like, you know, we, we, we don't have to be with that person. Yeah. We're not their blood brother. It's, it's, it's voluntary like brotherhood. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We're not gaining anything sexually out of it, unless no. you bend that way. Right. <laughs> right. But like you know, so that that makes it, I think, so more powerful. That the same way, probably how uh, women's relationship with each other, like their friend network, matter more to them because you know it is like it is for the express purpose of friendship. Yeah. Yeah. Truly. Truly. And you just feel good being in their vicinity. I had mm. recently, I hadn't seen my best friend quite a while. And the last time I saw him, I was with him and another close friend of his. We went to see a movie and it was just cool connecting, just coming up and, you know, shaking hands, you know, just, it just that whole, there's something to, about that alone. And that feeling you get that again, further legitimizes, like, these are good people to be around. These mm. are, these are my homies. These are the guys these that we go to battle. Yeah. We go to battle together. And yeah, so it, yeah and you, you that's kinda, the thing. yeah yeah that's definitely the thing that you know that we can go to battle together i think so exactly. this is the sort of the very primitive mindset from the old times that all guys sort of have 
when we had to face dangers together yes we have to we have to know that you can like you said at the start that you can rely on that person that you can go to battle with them that you can rely on that person you know helping you in difficult situations yeah. you know overcoming that yeah yeah you're going for the hunt together so you, you need to know that's, that's not a fuck up like you know yeah. that we, we can help each other out over here like you know that's right you know, that's right if we're facing dangers together <laughs> truly truly whether you're hunting for women or for a job Anything. or for actual yeah. battle like it's that's yeah that's the where the true camaraderie comes in and you'll it that takes time to develop definitely yeah. that can't happen over like 10 conversations that's something that no. develops over years and that has to happen physically like that has to yes. happen in person that mm-hmm. only mm-hmm. that synchronization that only happens in person no because question. it's so yeah. primitive to us you know and it's yeah. so important and this is why I come back to it this is why i despair for the younger generation who think they can replace that with mm-hmm. remote friendships digital friendships they think they got everything oh wh- why do i need it oh i'll just order an uber like and it will take me there oh i'll just you know order something from there i don't need to go for a walk or whatever oh i'll go for a walk in the morning i'll go for jogging by myself and listening to podcasts yeah. and stuff yeah. you think you have relationship with the whole world and stuff like that you have all your the whole world in your head like you know mm-hmm. yeah Yeah, it's kind of a shame how society is enabling and catering to people who are, you know, bona fide introverts, very shy, more reclusive yeah. by nature. It just doesn't help because you have you can do every, you can literally live in front of your PC. You mm. can get everything delivered to you. You can yeah. have all your friends online. You don't have to ever leave your house or even yeah. your your office. Like it's yeah, we've enabled that, and yeah. I think it's come about. So wrong. Oh, it is. It really is. It really is. Um. When it was might, the last yeah. time you even went to your neighbor to ask for sugar or oh milk? God, that's it, right? <laughs> you mean sugar in the literal sense, right? <laughs> literal sense, yeah, yeah, like course, not not like sugar. Of course, yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> I don't know what you're doing with your neighbors, man. So. Yeah, right. No, but just like in, even communicating with your neighbors, like I, well, I, I found, as I mentioned earlier, I found it better to just be friendly with them and not try to start friendships. I mean, it's important, but not just with strangers you can't just try and start it with strangers you can and that's important too but i think keeping it away from your where you live you don't want to where you eat there's something that um i think so benjamin franklin said that about neighbors and stuff i can't remember who but like i think i'm thinking franklin and i think so is franklin he said like the best thing to do is like when you move to a new neighborhood or something like that you go to a neighbor like to your neighbors and stuff and you ask for a favor a little favor that makes you in debt to them so that okay. they will ask you for a favor as well and that starts a trusting relationship Very that good. you yeah. trusted them enough to ask for a favor mm-hmm. yeah that's and good and then you yeah. give that favor in return right and you create nice. that relationship because you can mm-hmm. like one of my really close friends in um when i was in pakistan <clears throat> i mean he's still my friend but like we're not close anymore because we were both that sort of in person friendship sort of people we didn't like talking on the even on the phone and stuff like that you know he was in my neighborhood you know he, like he oh, was just cool, yeah. there sort of a thing yeah. you know <clears throat> and we became like really close friends like brothers and stuff you know 
I think so there is something to say on that you know especially like even if you're not going to make like friends but we become so introvert that we we can't even go and ask for like a pair of milk like oh i'm running out of milk for my tea can you do you have some or do you have some sugar do you have them this like you know that sort of thing is gone <coughs> sorry but i try to emulate a bit of that with our neighbors yeah. just to check up on them and stuff i know like yeah, there's good. some yeah. old neighbors and stuff like just check up on them if they're okay or not sure just have a conversation and stuff yeah yeah because conversation it, definitely yeah it matters so much like the physical relationships and creating that community space Ooh. that's that's us that's human beings yeah. we this yeah. this digital world is you know it's good it's enhancing a lot of our relationships so but you know it it in, can yeah. we should never it can replace it so that's the thing i no. said i say it can never replace it it can obviously replace it but we should never let it replace it in our personal lives we should never let it take no. precedence over physical uh, relationships correct yeah it's a great tool for networking mm. it's a great tool for finding colleagues and acquaintances and you know possibly friendships I think it's much rarer to find a true friend that you can consider mm. a friend through yeah. purely online interaction. But no, nothing is going to replace ever. I don't think ever in our with our species we can ever replace that that physical encounter. But that's the thing, Matt. I think so. We can replace it, and I think so. We're going towards replacing it, and I think so. That's a mistake, mm -hmm. right? Oh yeah. So oh, yeah. with with this advent of AI and stuff like that, and and. E we are even replacing relationships right we with uh, like the sexual relationships with with this only fans and highly advanced sex toys and sex yeah. toys even just yeah like that, that pornography as simple yeah. as that that's that's we, yeah we, so we are already replacing intimacy intimacy in in regards to sexual relationships mm -hmm. and that's the highest one that you can get yes so if we if we have started replacing that that anything underneath it will start getting replaced quite quickly correct and i think so this is this is going to be the end of civilization of of humans you know yeah whatever will come is not going to be human whatever will come is going to be whatever it will be but it won't be human you're right you know right. i don't think that's hyperbolic for you to say either because all the statistics that i've come across you know, whether they're sensationalized themselves or not, there's been a tremendous decline in the millennial and Gen Z, and I think it's Gen Alpha now, um, a reduction in sexual activity. They're just not, people just aren't. And it, like you said, that's the highest achievement of being social with someone, a man socializing with a woman. You can eventually reach that yeah, climax of the interaction. It, that yeah. You can have. yeah, and it's, it's demonstrable that no one's getting there because they're not socializing with each other enough to, to even get to that stage. And as yeah. long as even the women might be, they're not going to just throw themselves at the first guy that comes along. That's not how women are programmed. So I don't know. It's like they are getting desensitized as well. It feels like we are getting desensitized with it because, because we are viewing sex as just an activity mm -hmm. and not as an accomplishment of a, the final stages of a relationship sure right? it's a bonding it, ritual it, at its best yeah because that's what sex is 
is is that deep built trust that you have yeah. with yeah. that person to be that vulnerable and intimate mm-hmm. you know to yep. that extent yeah right if we if we can get it without all the work right I, th- right. I think so it just ruins how we view relationships because oh, that's sure. how, especially men, especially men. Oh, definitely. Because like we said, like our minds are geared towards that, right? And in and, and trying to achieve that, in trying to achieve uh, a woman's acceptance to be able to be that vulnerable with us, especially if we are not grifters, if you're not like, you know, hustlers and just like being a con artist and stuff, sure. being sincere that's how we have um, emotion. That's how we grow emotionally. We have emotional maturity through that mm-hmm. process of trying to get a woman, right. And that's trying right. to get a woman to be with us. Yeah. And yeah. then like we learn how to sacrifice ourselves, our needs and stuff. We, we start assuming the role that we were born to have the role right. of a provider and a protector. Right. When we start replacing those things, we lose our purpose, especially men. Oh, yeah. Who are we protecting? Who are we providing for? Yeah. No one. Yeah. Like th- there is abs- and this is what I'm seeing the Correct. decline yeah. of. That's why I'm seeing a high number of suicide cases in young men because they're lost. That part is gone because oh, yeah. of high usage of pornography yeah. and now enhanced sex toys and think you know these experiences because only fans is replacing that relationship aspect right so you can have that fake relationship <laughs> and then you can have the gratification with some sex toy or whatever helping you and you Jeez, think that's, yeah it sounds so mechanized but the, that's the how it's become, right? all, that's it it's becoming as as cold and vapid as the machine it's being presented on the the um what you were saying, like, test you babies, right? So, oh, oh, that's it. That's exactly it. Because there won't be people actually procreating with each other. A guy can be promiscuous a thousand times and never once feel the true connection of two people in a legitimate bond in a in a relationship. Hmm. And that I think is something that when you see guys, you know, they're they're um some guys would consider them alpha because they're, they're constantly having sex with different women, but it's not an alpha state because there's no real bonding going on. You're not, you haven't chosen one woman. It takes a lot more to be able to choose one woman, commit to her and develop that bond and that true connection. Yeah. So that's, yeah. And this is where a lot of young guys are lost. I think materialistic, aren't you? Like you're, you're lost. You're materialistic. You think the aim of life is just to have sex, right? Right. So that, that's sort of like the, the the same as someone watching porn and jerking off. It is you're yeah. having meaningless sex, right? That's, That's right. the opposite of it. Like that, a weaker man who can't get women in that way is going to just watch porn and jerk off, That's while right. a stronger man who can get women and stuff is going to be like promiscuous in that way. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. neither of those states are alpha or any sort of state for a man to be that's not a real man right no that man neither of those men right now this is important i think neither of those men are going to fight to protect and provide correct because they're not doing either of them they are not going to fight in the same way for their nation for their like you know for their people for their community for their king because who are they fighting for 
a set of people that they don't give a fuck about. Yeah. You know, the attention is selfish. You, yeah. If you have a wife, if you have children, right, you're going to go and fight for your nation because you oh, want yeah. to protect that nation for them, right? Correct. And the stronger that bond is, the stronger your desire will be to protect and provide mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And to make the society safe. That's right. You know, because that's that's our purpose. I think so. That's our purpose. And and men who understand that that's our purpose are the ones who create better bonds with each other as well, because they're honest and they like you know, yeah, and they guide each other better. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. But again, like the these inherent values that we understand that need to exist to keep the species functional, let alone continue. They're being suppressed. They're not necessarily being suppressed, but they're being overshadowed by the ease of seeding mm. these natural impulses. And it just, it's, you know, even the fact that you can order groceries online instead yeah, of going that. to the grocery yeah. store, you know, you can meet your wife the next time you go. You never know. Yeah. I, I have always, the, the, the girlfriends that I've had have always been encounters I've had in real life. Mm. I've met them in the most unexpected places. And I was open to meeting someone and it just happened. I don't think people are even privy to that these days. They think it has to be done through dating or I don't think people like the younger generation might not even know how that process occurs because they're just not experiencing anything like that. Yeah. Being socially inept is they're just going a on massive those detriment apps, too. Right? They're going on those apps. So you're checking a person's bio and their features and their CV before yeah. you even like, you're not going for a job. Like, I know, they're, you know yeah, everyone's <laughs> like, oh, it's brutal, man. It, yeah. it is, and but it's becoming harder because you don't know because it's so like you can't trust people anymore, right? That's right. Like, I remember, like, the like when I, I, I met my wife the first time that I saw her, I knew it. That was the moment for me. Like, I knew it, like, okay, I am going to do whatever I can to be with this person, right? And I spent I spend my time. Right? Yeah, put the work I, in, man. Yeah, definitely. I put the work in and I showed like my intentions were pure and that I wanted to be with that, with her. Right. And sh she saw that as well. I didn't have money. I was poor. She didn't have money. She was poor. And that's how I knew like the relationship is even stronger because we're not like, it's just a relationship that we're looking for. Yeah, it was predicated on each other's personalities. Sure. Exactly. And, no, if I, I, I don't know what kind of person I would have been if I wouldn't have been with her now for like you know, thirteen, almost thirteen years, right? Wow, nice. Been married for over ten years. We've been married nice. for over ten years, right? I, she, cause she has changed me, but not like you know, like secretly changing me or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but it's just trying to live up to her expectations sometimes as well, or, or trying to be that better person that you know that can provide for her that can protect her that can give her security in life and yeah. stuff like that yeah. the steps that you make along the way it it just makes you a better person right i don't doubt and it. i didn't know, yeah. i didn't know everything about her in the first instance there wasn't a bio right, right. i got to know things about it, things yeah. that you you know eventually like you know you don't like certain things right but then sure. you start liking them as well when you start liking them the most, right? Yeah, the, the ones that annoy you the most, like because you miss them the most, like you know. 
that that experience like you know and in the older times if you see it this is our modern times right because we are we are in, in our late 30s we're not like that fucking old right but in, in the older times right they would spend like time with the family and like you know trying to convince them to give their daughter and stuff or yeah. spend more time that effort that you're putting in now you just don't have to you have so many choices like there's so many people who are at that stage oh like i've been with this person for 5 years that's more than enough time like fuck off now right you know i'm going to go off with someone else i want something different it's like yeah that's not the point of that's right you know i think yeah. so we're losing Ugh. that that and that i think so is coming from a lot of things of like you said it's you know it, it is that getting the grocery online right convenience we are living we are li- living in peaceful times comparatively peaceful within the west where we don't have to suffer that much we have to put the least amount of effort to get the maximum results mm-hmm. that we didn't used to and <laughs> everything is geared towards making things convenient for us yes and that is producing human beings who a don't understand adversity or don't have the drive to overcome adversity because right. they have an inbuilt expectation that everything should be convenient right Correct. and that is like why is my sexual gratification then not convenient as well why is my familial um relationship uh, expectation not convenient as well why well, should be that's why i should just have friends with uh, online or send them some some meme some joke and that's right. done like my friendship oh, yeah. is done like yeah no, it takes like, effort mm-hmm. it takes effort yeah. to achieve these things that are at your fingertips in front of a computer um and yeah if you grew up never having and just like you said yeah if you if you haven't gone through the the process the rigors of developing uh, any of these things a, a loving relationship with a woman uh Not close bond, friendship with a man yeah, yeah mm. it, where do you even begin i mean well i've got i've yeah. got some, some ideas of how to rectify that these issues but yeah you're right I think man it has to be culturally right like so mm-hmm. a revival of culture is the only thing that i, I don't think so politics can fix it i don't think so uh, te- oh, technocrats can fix it i don't think so anyone else can fix it but us where we built the cultures and we show people that this is how we living culturally and they will be attracted to it like yeah why yeah. are people why are people trying to live off grid right because they're missing some elements and stuff and they can see people right yeah so if we like let's say we had a group of um, what are those people in america who don't use technology i forgot the amish the yeah amish right so people would be attracted by their way of life mm-hmm. if they're missing real connections yeah right yep. now they are a bit too extreme so like but it's an extreme example just to show sure. that if we build cultures like this right where we have build communities and stuff where people were all of a similar mind in that time said other people can see the results of it and try to emulate that in their own life as well and that's, that's the only yeah. way that we can we can fix it with oh, yeah. with ourselves and with our children and our, like our children children sort of going forward 
for sure. I don't think sure. so. Like, and maybe the whole world becomes like too technologically dependent. But at least we have some people who have sense of it. Because I don't. I, it just. It's just sad to see where everything is going. In that sense, I think so. People are really missing the point. Yeah. Because it's sacrifice of self, right? How, it is. Your friend who helped my friend who helped me move your friend who helped you move right they had to sacrifice their self their time oh, yeah. that they could spend doing whatever the hell they wanted completely to help another right and there yeah. are instances where you had to sacrifice yourself oh, yeah. to help Plenty. another yeah. <laughs> yeah. so That's the it. concept is there to put something else beyond yourself and but now if you're going to make gods of ourselves then you know, everything is on our fingertips. We are our own gods then. Then why should I sacrifice myself? And once you do that, if you become gods, then you are not human anymore then because that yes. is the whole human yeah. experience. It's a great point, for sure. Yeah, this is what we're devolving into. We're regressing into this. I don't even think it's regression. This is like, because we were never there. This is a new yeah. place for humanity to... Evolution, probably. Yeah. Like, but not for good. You know? Yeah, no, because we're thinking like downwards. we're becoming our own gods. We're thinking like we upgrading. Yeah, but you're not upgrading. You actually like the evolution point is completely different yeah. over here. It's you a know? descent. It's not an ascension. Yeah. It's a descent yeah. downwards to yeah something lesser than we actually are. Yeah, um, yeah. we could be we could achieve more. Let's say like in universal terms, we could become superior beings, mm -hmm. but not. I don't think so. But I think so. We're gonna lose the emotional aspect exactly. and, and mystical aspect, and that yeah. means that we're going to be not human. That's what Whatever came to mind that initially. Thing yeah, is going to be is going to be different. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's going to be different. It's good. something will be lost. Something will completely be lost, and that is that's just sad. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. I think so. On that sad note. <laughs> <laughs> But there is hope. There is hope. I, I wanted yeah, to hope. share a couple of strategies. I thought, I, unless you wanted to dive into no, that. No, 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 no. Go ahead. I, I didn't, yeah, I I didn't think, realize um, you did. Go ahead. When I was in college, a good friend of mine, great, great friend of mine, easily up there is one of the best. He just wanted to meet new people. He had this mm. intention. Uh, obviously, it was it was uh, driven by his, his goal to find a wife. Mm. And he actually achieved that goal. He's on his second. He's having a second child soon. So I'm nice. absolutely thrilled with his progress. And he would go on Facebook and explore a lot of the groups uh, with shared mm. interests. And he brought me out to a couple of these groups. We had plenty of friends in our circle, but I thought it was a cool experience just to go and you're, you're hanging around new people you've never met. Usually the first experience, everyone's a little bit shy. You know, you kind of break the ice with people that you just kind of start small chatter with. But you keep going out to those events and then you become familiar with these faces and you might hit it off. You never know. You might find, find a new mm. male friend couple of female friends maybe someone you you'd start dating um and actually a fr I, I went for a run yesterday with i was invited out by a friend of mine and the whole purpose of that event was not only the physical aspect and there was a breakfast component but it was a it was kind of like a meet and greet event mm. and those kinds of events that was the first of its kind and they're going to do it again and more people will show up and just getting out there yeah it's important to remember that you can go alone you can be afraid you can be shy but you never know what could happen. It's the opportunity. Yeah. You open yourself up to opportunity. Yeah. You have to just showing up is like 90% of it. 
Hmm. Whether it's a job, whether it's a meet and greet, whether it's, uh, you know, if someone invites you out, just go. And if you have the balls, you do it yourself. Now, that, um, that, that, that's a good thing because it's not like just speed dating and stuff like that. It's just no. you're doing an activity and there's no expectation or stuff. You're just meeting people. Sure. And naturally you can, you know, form relationships over there. Yeah. Or yeah. Through that happens there, of right? its own accord. Yeah. yeah. If it's meant to, it happens. If it's not, but it's still like... Yeah, it's fun just to meet new people. It should be something that is uh, habitual in people's lives, or at least mm-hmm. being you know comfortable enough to do it. Um, yeah, that friend actually that invited me out, he isn't on social media at all. Mm. He's a high income earner with his job, and he just doesn't mm. have the time um, yeah. in that yeah. regard. Like it's not a part of his yeah. his his um, uh, you know he doesn't he doesn't have to earn money that way, but. He uh, so he's very into just going out places. He's a very extroverted guy, and mm. I think it helps balance myself out a little bit because mm. I I'm kind of right in the center between enjoying the time myself and you know going out there and interacting with yeah, people. Same, yeah. So, um, yeah. But again, it's, it's having it's great having a, friends in all those in both circles. There's this thing as well because I've seen it. People celebrating being introvert a bit too much. Mm-hmm. I think so. If I was a parent, right, we don't have kids, but if we had kids and my kid was naturally a bit introvert or something, I think so I would help them have the extrovert qualities rather than start celebrating the introvertness. Oh, yeah. Right? Because that will help them. You know, this idea that we have started helping, we started celebrating weakness because it is a weakness right it's not like oh just the extrovert girl uh, um, people and introvert people it's like being an introvert does hinder you from having a fulfilling life especially in this day and age yeah right where you but you know where there's very less extrovert people it seems and they're the ones who win everything that they want right sure I think so. That's another, that could be another way of fixing this going in the future. It's like stop, you know, celebrating the introvertedness uh, of, yeah. of shyness of your kids and help them break out of it, you know. I agree completely. That's why recreational activity is so mm-hmm. vital for young children. My parents had me in, uh, I was in Boy Scouts for mm-hmm. a good 10 years. That was good. That was great because you do all kinds of outdoor activities, being outdoors hanging out, making new friends with young guys your age. Um, sports, obviously, is another massive way of connecting with people. And again, like those activities have to be like team-oriented rather than individualistic. Because mm. I was in plenty of art classes, too, when I was really young. But it's an individualized activity. So you're not really, yeah. you know, you're not really meant to talk with others. Yeah. But, <clears throat> um, it's like team sports sort of a thing. Yeah. Like, you know, I think yeah. the smart, like smart parents... And high-income earning parents, they know these things, and they're they. I I've got friends who are, and they're they're relatives and their cousins and that. They're they grow up in these affluent neighborhoods. Their kids are completely fine. They 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 were in sports. They're highly sociable, and mm. I, my friend's cousin, he's definitely an introvert, but he I think his father knew that. But just like you pointed out, he had to get him out of himself, mm. and he put him in hockey, put him in soccer. He had mm. a girlfriend at 19 and he's definitely going to marry her. Mm. It's been like five years. So, mm. he, you know, you, if you pay attention, you'll see these things. And I think, but of yeah. course, yeah, like the bulk of people are not in that demographic and it, 
it is something afflicting our species because so many people, you know, they not they might not have the resources. But that's where I say, you know, go on Facebook, look for a group, just hang yeah. out. Maybe it's like a walking group or a running group, mm. something that costs you nothing. Yeah, get out exactly. there. And you you don't have to spend money to get to know people, like you know, and right. stuff like that. You, you get involved. Like I even say, like go go to your local church because our mm -hmm. churches do so many voluntary things. Okay, if you're working, if you have a day off or something, you can go and see. Like if your church is doing voluntary things, right? You right. you're not going to church with the intention of like finding relationship or something, but it's something that you can overcome, right? Because yeah, yeah. there's a purpose why you're there. You're helping people. And then in doing so, you will talk with people, you will get over like a bit of your shyness or something, or like it will sure. give you some uh, motivation. Confidence. It might yeah. bring a, a friendship out of there, you know, you might be able, because a lot of other problems that we have for men these days is not having good role models, right? Yes. Good male role models, because boys don't know their fathers and stuff, and that's where that's the right. whole problem is coming from. Yep. Going to these places, to community hubs and stuff like that, it gets you at times in positions where you can find a mentor, right? You can oh, yeah. find an older male who will guide you through your, you know, might not just hold your hand, but you can like observe them, how they're working. And so even at work, like, you know, you go to an apprenticeship and there's someone else you can follow their examples and stuff, you know, That's it. so we oh, need yeah. to put ourselves in those positions. Totally. Totally. Yeah. Having, even having a good teacher can help a mm. good male for, for the, for the guys having a good male teacher. I was blessed with certain teachers throughout my high um, elementary and high school years. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, the formative years, you know, around 18, when you leave school, that's when it's really important because mm. your, your mind is at its most malleable and mm. for your, for your personal development. Yeah. You've got to be involved. And I think a lot of like people leave high school now with the precariousness, of the job market and the cost of university and, or college, it, it I don't know, man, it's, yeah. it's not looking too good. Yeah. And that's the thing is, well, we get burdened down with so many things that we have, we don't have time for friends. We don't have to have time or we don't have the energy, time or the resources to help our friends and whatever yeah. we can. We, that's that's my main problem with this hyper capitalism. Right. So this material materialized liberal atheist sort of world where we just geared towards such individualistic goals. Right. That we don't have time for, like. If you're in that rat race, you just don't have time for other people. If you, even if you want to help other people, because you're thinking like, oh, I, I'm going out with this guy, uh, with this friend of mine, I'm going to spend 20, 30 quid, like, you know, but I, I could do something else with it. Oh, I can buy that movie. I can buy that, like, whatever, 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 because we're so selfish. Yeah. We're thinking about this going with your friends, we, we, we calculating how much money is being spent and stuff rather than it's like, it doesn't really matter. You know, right. some of the people like, you know, doing it like that or wanting to get something out of it or like, you know, how giving a friend a gift and hoping, or well, like ho hope they give you gift in on similar amounts and stuff. Sure. It's these are very little things, but I think so they matter because it shows you 
maybe I'm wrong, but for me, it shows you that the mentality or the, 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 the exchange of relationships, the, the relationships ethos have turned from relationship itself to what you can get out of it. Yeah, it's been commodified, right? Like yeah, anything else exactly. in this capitalist society. Sure. Yeah, it, it's true. Yeah. yeah, it's bled into even the human interaction component of reality. Yeah, it's mm. it's tragic, mm. but it's kind of a, almost a survival mechanism at the same time, mm. considering the economic precarity of yeah, life. Because these the way days, it has it, put us, right? Yeah, we have yeah. put ourselves in that situation that that's yeah. the way that we have to survive. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But that's why it's a shame because it we 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 are in a system where we have to act like that to survive. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that's. I shame. think it also lend. Yeah, it, it might lend itself to why I'm probably this is probably something women do more than guys. I can't say for certain, but it would seem that way. Checking profiles out before going even on a date. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's almost like a safeguard for risk, the women. Yeah. Like uh, mm. obviously. I'm sure guys do it too. I'm sure if it was available at my fingertips, I, I'm not a huge, I mean, I, I've never used any online dating apps. Mm. I have met women I've been in relationships with through social media. That happened mm. once. And it was good. I, I, I can't deny it. But mm. the, but I, I wasn't looking her up. I wasn't looking up her mm. work history profile. Like, I was getting to know her first, which yeah. was yeah, but for know, men, the natural it's way, different. arguably. Yeah. Sure. For men, it's different because we are not afraid. Well, that's it. Yeah, there's <laughs> security, right? Like that's when it. meeting that's a woman. It. Yeah. So, yeah. And also, you know, the the the, the um, consequences of a bad relationship is higher on on a woman than a man, especially yes. oh, of yeah. her, like you know, because they can get pregnant and stuff, and the man can just fuck Absolutely. off, right? So Absolutely. they have higher consequences of failed relationship than yep. than men. Yep. They are they really want to look if someone is a provider or not. And that's not mm -hmm. a bad thing because most people are no. like, oh, she's a gold digger and stuff. It's like, no, no, she's securing, trying to secure, like, you know, and it's right for her to do that. It because, is, it is, yeah. Because you should be actually signaling that yourself anyways because that's your role, which yeah. we have forgotten, that that's the man's role in that's society. It. That's it. Show yeah. her family. Are you capable of taking care of her and, and the child? That's yeah. It's that simple. Yeah. That's the goal. That's, that's simple and that complicated at the same time. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, it's yeah, even all... the guy's got to, yeah, he's got to commit yeah. and work. And... But I think so. Like, I know it's hard. Like, that's what I was saying is I know it's hard because of the system that we're in. We have financial implications and stuff. Mm -hmm. But that's when we have to adjust. We have, we don't have to to be good friends, we don't have to go somewhere where we have to spend like a lot of money and stuff like that. That's it's right. just going for yeah. a walk, just go, being there with that person, just giving yeah. a bit of your time and like, you know, just spending time with that person. You don't always have to go for big holidays, like or otherwise they're not going to be my friend, like, you know, or, or yeah. they all are going like, you know, or for these expensive lunches <laughs> or whatever. Oh, I can't do it every time. Well, then that they are not your friend because they're not it, considering, okay. you know, for them, your presence is not important for them. Mm -hmm. And if mm -hmm. you can't keep up, then you can't keep up with them. You know, yeah. so that's find a great friends, uh, indicator. Yeah. 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 Find, you have to find the friends that are that understand your situation viscerally 
and they mm-hmm. adjust accordingly because their main goal is spending time with you. Yes, exactly. Exactly. That's a, a, another great test. That, you know, aside from the, the moving test, this is the, do they appreciate your presence? Um, you don't have to spend money with them. You know, I've got certain friends that are, that earn well above average and they know that like, go, like if they want to go skiing every weekend, it's not feasible for myself. So I can't do it, but they enjoy my company. So we do things like exercise and go to the mall, go for a walk, whatever, yeah. whatever it is, just hanging out, conversing, yeah. hanging out. I love the Without fitness having component to because it's bad about it. Like, Oh no. Yeah. Yeah. They just, yeah. they, they respect it and they don't have, they're not pushing me to, you know, participate mm. in all these things constantly. Um, but we, we, there are plenty of other things to do. And like a lot of these guys I, I work out with, we go to the gym, there's a huge camaraderie component there because it's, it's grueling effort and mm. the motivation you have from your friends, you're all, you're all in the shit together. Like you're all yeah. there trying to win and you know, there's no slacking off in front of your friends, yeah. you know, yeah. <laughs> they call you out I, on it. That's, that's the yeah, best thing. Exactly. Like that's fun, isn't it? I mean, that's I, the best. I, yeah, I think so that, that is a better point to end on because that's yeah. a more positive note. And I would say like for, for men out there, for young men out there and stuff like who are finding it difficult to, and not, not finding the right friends and stuff because like, you know, they're not in the right schools or stuff or the, or they're in that age where they have lost touch with those friends and they want to make new friends and something join, uh, join a community hub, join mm-hmm. a sports, uh, sports, something like, you know, yeah. like over here in Britain, like go join a local cricket club, play cricket, go play football or soccer, as you guys might say, uh, you know, go <coughs> play something with them, go like, you know, do uh, put yourself in those positions. Yeah where you you would find people to hang out with you know and and relationships grow from there right definitely Definitely. you know like if you're like if you're losing purpose and stuff like that it's not bad to consider joining the military like at that young age even for a few years and stuff you know it's stuff like that you have to put yourself in a team playing position and stop isolating yourself because you can't find because there's no solution if you can't find any friends you're lonely and stuff and you keep on isolating yourself it's not going to solve anything no you know someone is not going to knock on your door and force you to be their friend so yeah i think so put yourself in that situation totally so i just want to say the one i saw i mentioned Hmm. the facebook groups earlier i will the, the another recommendation i have the single most powerful recommendation that i went through myself the best way to meet women and find male friends is going back to school, especially if you're at the right age mm-hmm. When you finish high school, yeah. about, you know, take a 10 year window before you're kind yeah. of beyond the age range of that environment, but go back. And if you're even slightly capable of socializing with another human being, you will enhance your life completely and you'll come yeah. out of it with some kind of qualification yeah. or something yeah. you can't lose. So. I mean, it's important to mention that Matt means adult learning school and not the kid school. He is not recommending people to start becoming pedophiles. No, no, no. Jesus <laughs> Christ, man. Holy shit. No. Yeah. yeah that was yeah. important to mention. No, yeah. <laughs> All right. Good talking to you, man. Absolutely, and... man. Appreciate the, the chat.
Yeah, and everyone who wants to check out Matt's uh, artwork, which I think is brilliant, I really like it. I'll Thanks, put man. all the links in the description. Like I said before, please go check it out. Check it out. Uh, check him out on on Twitter as well. He's uh, active over there as well. And yeah, uh, until next time, take care, be good, and thank you so much for listening. Cheers, man. Take care.